Hi, Jose Merck show talking to D. Clark. person that passed over that talked to you? I was terrified. I was about one or two. And I remember, this is the only memory I have when I was a child of spirit. I would see them as if they were people and I would talk to them as if they were right there in front of me. And my parents and my sister, well, my parents understood, but my sisters were like, you're crazy. And I just, it, it was normal to me. So I was scared because I thought I was crazy. So, but I did, like my parents, when they picked up on it and finally thought I was old enough when I was like seven, eight to explain it to me, then it started making sense. Do you think that people find great comfort in what you do? Yes, now I do. I was terrified before because it's, it's not the normal thing. Growing up in school, high school, middle school, it's not easy, so I just, I didn't really talk about it. Every time I would try, people would, you know, shut me down very quickly, so I kept very, very quiet about it. And now, I saw other people trying to take advantage of people on, on readings and stuff. Like, I saw somebody charging for farmers like $300, and I got really upset. I was like, why are you hurting these people with their money? Why are you taking it? So, from that stemmed my free reads and my really cheap five ten dollar read. That's what started me coming out more to talk to people about it. And that's how I ended up, I guess you could say, um, helping people literally around the world now. Yeah, I see that you travel quite long distances. Because last time I think I talked to you was in Canada, wasn't it? Yes. And then last week I was in Trinidad and Tobago. And now I'm in Sydney, Australia. Stars, stars, differences. Yes. <laughs> three continents, three time zones, two oceans. Um, now, I always ask people this because I think it's an important thing to ask. What do you think when people are a little bit sceptical of what you do? Um, I've had a lot of people, you know, who are skeptics come to me and ask me, you know, um, oh, I don't believe in what you do, I don't believe in that you can see things, but there's been many, many instances, especially with palm range, where I'm like, okay, well, if, do you want me to try? Because if you don't, that's okay. And then they test me. And then when I read their palms, because most of it's been in person, to be honest, um, they're like, how, how did you know that? How, how did you know that? So I ha I've come face to face with a lot of skeptics, and I just I offer them my services. Um, I don't really need to prove myself, but when they're in person and they're in your face, it's completely different from Facebook. Then I try. Yeah, uh, that's why I like to ask this question because 
a lot of people come across it anyway. I mean, obviously because it, it's the nature of the what, what we are as humans, unfortunately. Yeah. So, the mo as I said, the most common is doing a palm read or talking to someone who's crossed over. And then people get scared. And I don't mean to scare people, but it happens. Well, yeah, well, it is scary, isn't it? I mean, at, at the end of the day, when when we've lost someone, we just want to be able to just say, oh, hope they're okay on the other side, isn't it? That's right. That's right. Have you ever come across something that's really scared you and you thought, oh, should I tell this person what I've just heard, or have you not experienced that? Um, I've experienced a few things. So, in Pennsylvania, I had a friend, and she accidentally opened something in her unit, and out came an elemental. So, she thought it was past family, but it really wasn't. So, I had to drive six hours in the middle of the night to Pennsylvania through an ice storm to cleanse and basically exercise the apartment. So that was terrifying. I had to tell her because it was it was scratching her and harming her. Yeah, but, yeah, so that's the scariest I've ever come across. Yeah, because I've, 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 when I speak to a lot of people, everybody has one place they've been and they've said, oh, I wouldn't go back there ever again. Or like you said, that kind of experience... Is it, do you think, do you believe that most people pass on, only want to pass on a message, but there are some, let's say, unfriendly, for a better term of phrase, that just want to stay on and cause harm? There are various kinds of spirits. It depends on how they cross over, or if they've even crossed over at all. So, when you're looking at getting messages from people who have passed on, some have come to tell me that, you know, somebody else in their family stole their money or took their will. I've done many cases like that where I've been like, okay, well, there's a will, let's locate it. There's been cases where people just want to get a message across to somebody that they love. There's been cases where people just don't want to cross over at all because they're just so angry and bitter at their family and they end up haunting them and causing them a lot of grief. So, when I was in Toronto this last uh, eight weeks, I ended up having to pull out, because I have a spirit box, so what it does is it scans white noise, uh, and it picks up on the EMF fields, and it transfers the voices over, I mean, the energy over into voices. So I took that over to a girl's house and ended up finding her grandmother, I mean, her daughter. So, we did... Uh, Various cases, various types of spirits. Angry, happy, sad. It's just like people, everyday people. You get negative and positive. Same thing in the spirit world. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things I find very interesting. Because um, as, uh, as I talk to various mediums, they all got different ways of doing it, obviously, because they're all different. But they all say the yeah. same thing. They all say that they, they find that some are very hard to talk to. Yes, 
sometimes. For example, in the spirit box, people like to listen to it. Sometimes the spirit doesn't want to talk. They don't want to talk at all. You'll get maybe one or two words out of it, and they don't want to talk. So what I usually do is I set up a phone and equipment, and I keep trying till they talk. I don't give up. People need closure. People want closure. So I always keep trying. And if I can't do it, I can't do it. But I always keep trying till I get the person to actually talk. Have you got, I know you said you've got a Facebook group that you set up. And also yeah. You said that you do crystal, is it crystal, is it crystal healing or crystal, just crystals? Because I, I, I get confused. It's Ganesh crystals and readings. So I've got a group of readers, wonderful readers who are all mediums as well. Um, I ended up having to test them and stuff like that. But they're legit. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, I think I talked. Uh, yeah, you talked to Bridget before, yes. Yeah. yeah, she was quite nervous, but she came across all right. Better yeah. than she thought. She's the sweetest. Yeah, she, 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 yeah she, she, she's very nervous with cameras and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I talked to, to like 30, 40 people a day, so it's very. I'm nervous too, but it, it may not sound that way. Um. But yes, Ganesh crystals are reading. So what I basically do is I go around the world buying crystals as cheap as I can find them, and I sell them to people as the same price that I find them at. So everything's under ten dollars. So that's where a lot of the turnover comes from. People want their crystals, and a lot of places sell them really, really expensive. Um, but each crystal has like a different meaning, a different healing, a different energy that's basically what people are drawn to also we do the readings so we do healings we have Reiki masters we have past life regressions all, all kinds of things so we basically whatever people need and whatever people want they just ask and we'll receive do, do you wish to give a link to people anybody listening if they would like to contact you in any shape or form yeah, sure. Um, I well, I I think you just have to search Ganesh crystals and readings. So it's spelled G A N E S H, and then crystals and readings. And people um, on Facebook. Yeah, people and find, find you'll us. Find us. Yeah. Uh, um, have you um done anything else similar to this? Other uh, like uh shows that you've done done talked to or been on or. Um, not myself personally, but my dad has. So my dad has been on various radio shows and TV shows doing his promissory and astrology and stuff like that when he was younger. And basically I'm following his footsteps now. So I do more so events around the world when I go. I'll host like little parties or retreats completely free and you just come and you get free readings free healings stuff like that so the next one i'm having is in bondi Beach since i'm down here in australia and i'm gonna do that probably on the 24th of march where people just come they can get their free readings free healings talk i even have a 24-hour chat support group for people who are depressed and feeling down that is linked to the group and there's always someone around the world who's a 
link to talk to you to prevent suicide and stuff like that. That's a good idea. So it, yeah, it's a it's a versatile group. Has a little bit of everything. Yeah, I used to work in mental health, so I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Oh yeah, because a lot of paranormal is linked to mental health, which people don't understand. When people tell you you're dumb all your life because you see spirits, you end up getting really weak. So it takes a matter of fact to find people like-minded and go together with them. So we wanted to have a space, too, you know, where people could open up. And, like, I see things, too, because we believe that everybody has a gift. It just may not be unlocked yet. Yeah, I, I, I think I had a, a sort of supernatural experience myself when... I was in a, a, a coma, I had a blood sugar of 124. Anyway, right. basically, I um, I heard a woman's voice. It's not a woman's voice I've heard before or since. And she just told me to wake up. And then I had an overwhelming feeling to wake up. And I always tell people, yeah. it, could, it could have been my brain. And, uh, you know, I always look at it constructively as well. It could have been my brain playing tricks with me. I honestly think it was like a... Everybody else. I think it was a god. I think it was a god, an angel, or something like that. That's right. A spirit guide, a god, an angel, however you like to call them. The ones that look out for you. Yeah, I I honestly believe that. And we've we've had experiences with our animals as well. Um, Oh, yeah? uh, Our dog one day was... um, fed and watered and we didn't do it huh. and we know we didn't do it because I asked my wife said to me oh you just fed oh, no and then I said no and I said oh, I didn't do it so that was uh, strange as well I was definitely a family member or something coming around helping yeah I think animals pick up on spirits but quicker than humans do Yes, they do. I can vouch for that. I've had so many stories, but I will not bore you. But it's very, very true. That is very true. I saw on telly one day a, a, a medium that could talk to the animals. Well, not, act, not physically talk to animals, obviously. But he could tell, past pe- tell people about how they were. Yes, that is actually very true. Um, we've got one medium on the team, Megan. She's actually practicing speaking and interpreting animals now. So it's a training, too, if you don't have the gift or if you have it very slightly. You train and you work on it. So she's actually starting to do that now. But she's been able to deal with close animals, but not on demand. So she's trying to open it up so that she can work on demand. Because I find that's a very important thing. So if anybody was listening and, and they thought they they know they have hear voices or experiencing, they could talk their feelings of how would they how would they go about looking into to developing this skill? To developing, they can actually send me or post on the page, send me a message. Um, some people I train personally because they're really, really close to opening up, and I don't charge for those ones at all. So message me, 
if you want to develop work on something, um, meditation, things like that, we have all kinds of classes that run too. In your personal trainings, we've got mentorship. We'll just put you in the right direction of where you should go based on an evaluation of where you are spiritually. We call it your spiritual journey. Yeah, because some people might be. Well, well, I don't. I don't want to be fit, come across as rude, but low a, a lower s- skill rate. They like they might be hearing voices or experiencing odd sensations that they can't explain. Well, if they want, okay, say a, say a person wants to understand that portion. Again, you would just private message me if you want to hear what I've got to say. I will ask you first if you're willing to hear the truth. And if it's a lot, I've got another girl also, Lana. I would recommend you to her because she's really good at training people as well or letting them know the truth very without sugarcoating it. I think that's important. I think that's important. I think that you're quite right there because sometimes it might be just something they may they may be going just through a phase in their life, as you said, to, due to mental illness. That they might be just experiencing um, what is termed as voices. Bye there. 